Welcome to Brian Robbins Loungecast. Uh, this lounge is the lounge in Sydney, and we're off to Melbourne to do the first show. And Brian is currently eating some soup, so I'm disturbing your soup eating. What soup are you having? Just leave me alone. Just Stop soup. bothering me. No, come on. I think the listeners should know as well, this is the second version of the Brian and Robin lounge cast. Yeah, so the first version, you didn't press the right button, did you? It's not that I didn't press the right button, it's that you talk in such a soft and lovely way that sometimes the soft, lovely wayness cannot even be picked up by this excellent Zoom microphone. So essentially what we did was we spent ten minutes talking to each other about the end of the universe. Uh, you decided to go and upload that, I decided to go and get some soup. Yeah. And now you're bothering me. Yeah, in this superb yeah. uh, Qantas lounge at Sydney Airport because... You didn't press the right button. Like Again, you don't get extra points or miles for constantly picking up the different lounges. Well, we don't know that yet, actually, do we? No, we might we haven't be. heard yeah, back from BA yet, have we, about yeah. the Singapore one? Um, so we won't talk about Heath because we're at an airport and this one's got a window. The Singapore, um, the, the lounge room there was kind of like this, this, this black box. We were very much like a kind of a cat in a superposition, but with more salted snacks. Superposition? Um, no. So, superposition, of course. Brian, blessed. There we go. There was a quick, if you uh, missed that, Brian doing between soup. Actually, a, a very, just a little Brian, blessed, wasn't it? A little Brian, blessed, having soup. Yeah. Yeah, I like to imagine him eating leek and potato soup, which is what this is. You don't have to imagine it very often. Well, it's very easy to, because quite often you'll find some of it still in his beard afterwards. Oh, say. Is that appropriate? What? To mention that Brian's beard is a very fulsome beard that yeah. means that occasionally the soup in there. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Um, so, but because we've got um, aircraft hangers, uh, in the original version of this, we talked a little bit about your gothic youth and the fact that you were also a goth who was a plane spotter, which is a beautiful mixture of eyeliner and airliner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, I used to go uh, to Manchester Airport with my dad in the 70s and the diversity of planes was much greater than it is now um, you had a lot of the Russian airliners used to come in so um, top of to you 134s 154s with three engines on them 134s two engines Illusion IL-86 Tarom which is the great airline um, and the, the BAC 111s and Tridents and, oh, it's still, and now it's just uh, Airbus and Boeing which is a bit of a shame that's just not quite true this is Canada of course and uh, I'm looking at actually, actually there are also um, what's that down there that would be uh, I don't know yeah other manufacturers are available but the big ones are all Airbus and Boeing when you were touring in the heavy rock bands not in the synth band do you remember the first was that the first time you flew yeah the first time I flew was um, any distance I did actually fly once to Austria before I was in a band on a school trip but um, the, the first time I flew any distance was to Hong Kong with my band Dare because um, we had a residency in a club in Kowloon you had a residency yeah. and it was a British Cardonian uh, DC-10 from probably went from Gatwick through Dubai uh, and then on to Hong Kong and coincidentally the captain of the aircraft the BA-777 flew us down to Sydney uh, used to fly, was a captain on British Cardonian DC-10s, actually a pilot on British Cardonian DC-10s, so it could have been that the captain who flew us down to Singapore from Heathrow was also the pilot on the first long-haul flight that I did, which was a British Cardonian DC-10. But he wouldn't have recognised you because you didn't, then you were using pumping curls to make your hair more fulsome, and you had all the rips in your marble washed jeans as well, didn't you? I think it was some kind of weird mullet 
affair. It was, it was kind of what was it in the in the publicity photos? It's quite mm. long and wavy, isn't it? Yeah, in the later ones, right. my later rock and roll period was long and wavy, but my earlier one was kind of a transition from the goth haircut, which was more like um, so. It was an attempt to be Daniel Ash from Bearhouse, but it didn't quite work because he was he had brilliant hair, and so I had kind of <laughs> a, an acceptable version of that that you could get away with at school because you couldn't have a full barhouse black spiky hair but you could have something that was kind of what it transformed into therefore was some kind of weird mullet goth hybrid and then it kind of mutated into a rock and roll mullet um, sort of oh, not quite Rod Stewart but not far off and then got long and curly so does it please you now to think that in the old days people would go into the, the barbers, the hairdresser and say, I want a Daniel Ash, and now there are some younger cosmologists who go, I've just bought my first telescope, could you do my hair like Brian Cox? Yeah, yeah, and I've had it, it's quite short at the moment, my hair, so it's changed again. Actually, yeah, so, um, you know, I want to keep people guessing. We're like the, 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 the Princess Diana of physics. You know, what's the hairstyle going to be next week? That dates me, by the way, doesn't it? I was trying to think about someone yeah, who's hair, like as contemporary whose as hair was very, <laughs> hair was very much in the news, and the best I could come up with was um, and Princess Diana as well. You see, there you go. See, the goth thing reminds me of still one of the greatest live hair moments for someone who's has much imitated hair. Robert Smith at the Cure in Orange. You remember the opening of that? Yeah. Where he comes out with the the, the wonderful as as usual vast tousled forest of hair and then reveals it to be a wig and throws it into the audience which is a, a cracking opening to yeah. do you think during this tour you might finally show that it's a wig well it's to, it's not the usual shaggy mess is it so um, it doesn't look like a wig at the moment I have to grow it out again and then it'll look more like a wig and then yes then I can shave it off and get a wig I can get one of those wigs that John Culshaw's got and then yeah, we should say we mean oh, no, John Culshaw when he's doing, when he's doing me. <laughs> when he's doing me. I'm not saying John Culshaw's got a wig. I'm saying that obviously he wears wigs when he's doing He's got me. loads of wigs. I mean, he's got a huge collection of wigs yeah. and various different spectacles for various different celebrity spectacle wearers. But yeah. his own hair, he has that as well. Yeah. Um, no, it's his own hair, but just make it very clear so we don't... John Culshaw's hair is his own hair. John, I think John Culshaw, because he's a very kind man, who also does beautiful photos of um, astronomical events. Yeah. They're fantastic. He uh, does. I've got one on my wall. Uh, he gave me a, a great picture of the transit of Venus that he took, I think from Celsi, which is Patrick Moore's house. So uh, there we are. That's uh, us from uh, Sydney Airport. We're about to uh, get on the plane to go to Melbourne and um, the first show. what is the one if they could now uh, listen to one goth song of your youth what was the one that most shaped you oh Dark Entries Barhouse oh yeah we listened to a lot of that on yeah. tour didn't we that time we were in that van and then that, we had a tray of cheese and it got caught in the mechanism of the door it was in the mechanism yeah it was a, that's, that's how the arena tour that's how cool it was we would leave in a van that had a selection of cheeses on a table that would sometimes fly off as we took a corner somewhere on the snake pass yeah. and then get caught in the door mechanism right. so Paul Giles our tour manager had to uh, before taking the van back ensure there was no brie or pastry from a pie that he bought in Milton Mowbray in the hinges or um, any of the old mechanisms that won't be happening on this tour, will it? I hope not, because it's mainly aircraft on this tour, so I hope there's no cheese yeah, in the mechanism. Boeing <laughs> <laughs> 737800 we're about to get on. Or whatever it is. It could be 767, actually, flying up to Melbourne. It's one of the busiest... It's the fourth busiest air route in the world, <laughs> Sydney-Melbourne. So it could be quite a large plane. 
More Playing Facts tomorrow. This podcast is part of the Cosmic Shambles Network.